How do you start a podcast? Um, usually people start with music, but we haven't gotten that far yet. I feel like we talked about that we were going to do it, and then we didn't. I'm afraid of copyright infringements. Okay. But I'm sure there are like music uh, out there that you're allowed to use. Yeah. Like Happy Birthday. Yeah, we could use that. Like, uh, what's that called? The uh, public domain. Public domain. Yeah, there That's it is. called. Yep. Yeah, we could do Happy, happy Birthday. I don't know if it would, we would have to like fit it to something. Like a Happy Birthday, Saint, so-and-so. Yeah, but typically you do, you give saints like their feast days or death day. So happy death day. Happy death. It's a great movie. Haven't seen it. It's it's really hard to have this conversation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> should be well, should be honest. Full, to full disclosure to the to the dozens of people that are listening to this. This is the second time we're recording yeah. this intro- introduction, um, because I am a savant of mm. the Audacity mm. program, mm-hmm. and I realized twenty eight minutes in. Uh, <laughs> That they're asking some very, what I, in my opinion, perfect questions. Exactly. Uh, about about your uh, story. Yes. Uh, and I realized that there was no input. Yeah. <laughs> I was from the microphone. I was breaking down into tears, man. It was very vulnerable. <laughs> it was beautiful, like chilling, and I just pilt, poured out my whole spirit to you, man. I'm just joking. You would think <laughs> in 2023 that as a technological achievement yeah that i should be able to sit down in front of a microphone press a button and that gets saved somewhere yeah no i'm with you i feel like the program we use which is fine but i feel like it should be simpler we use we use audacity yeah which has been around for a long time it had the audacity it has the audacity to forget that it works yeah with modern technology and you didn't do anything different it, it just said you hit the button and it didn't work. I have There's, no idea. It's literally the same settings that we always use. And I don't know. It just, I was, it was like, you know what? I don't, know. I don't like you, John. Uh, You're not recording today. I, I know we've, I know we've been adamant that we should never monetize, but monetizing for the sake of hiring a producer. Oh. And having someone else worry about that and we just That's become fair. the on-air talent. Yeah, exactly. Sounds better and better to me every week. You know? Every if time somebody's we interested, <laughs> we, can't, we can't pay show. you. <laughs> oh, the sponsor. Oh, yeah. yeah there if you you're go. a local Manitowoc yeah. company and you want to sponsor our show, uh, get your word out to dozens of people that will already frequent your Prob- establishment. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Ryan's on York. We yeah. Ryan's if you're listening, York. Ryan. Uh, uh, we, we, like we like your stuff. Wrap it up. We love wrap it up. Yeah. It's good great. stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I feel like you and I, if we had another podcast, could just talk about good food places in Manswalk. It'd be a short podcast. I have I talked to you about my idea of Go like ahead. a of because I feel like there's a lot of good like unheard of restaurants around here. Like just doing a food review for Manitowoc. Like a video. Like I'd be like the guy fieri of Manitowoc. Without the cool convertible. Yeah, I was gonna say, he's also got a hairstyle that you can't No, I know. Like I'm just saying like that kind of thing. Just go around being like, yo, what's the story? Cook me up a burger. Tastes good. Go here to eat. Food review guy. Manti food guy. There it is. Manti food guy. Yeah. I, 
Does this already exist, though? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? I've looked it up. Because I've actually yeah. legit thought about this. Yeah, buy the domain. Buy it tonight. Maybe I will. Go to... Yeah. We'll buy it up. Manti Food Dude. Manti Food Dude? Manti Food Dude? Food Dude? I feel like Maybe that... Manti yeah, Manti Food, food Dude. Manti Food Guy. Manti Food Dude. Manti Meal Man. <laughs> Manti Meal Man. Triple M. The Man, Triple M. It's, the ma- it's a Triple the- M guy. You know, walk in. It's like the Godfather's like, oh, he's here. And I walk in, review their food without all the killing in the Godfather. Would you have that many episodes? I feel like there's not... Yeah, I mean, I feel like... <laughs> It would have to be like Manitowoc and Two Rivers by combined. That doesn't add that much. I don't think about it. But like Manitowoc County, let's just say. I don't think that adds much. It it adds enough. I feel like I feel like I could do it. I feel like if it did, I don't know. I think the whole how many places can you think of right now that aren't a chain in Manitowoc? That, like all of downtown. That's like. Four or five places. There's more than four or five places. Six places. There's like four or five places right by Ryan's in York. Yeah, but there's only one Ryan's in York. That's true. That's all that there's matters. only one Ryan. There's one Ryan. Yeah. No, I suppose Mantua Coffee's right there. Dolly's is across the street. Yeah. There's that like uh, eight, Asian place. There's like eight. Uh, there's that other Asian place. Yeah. Bernstein's there's like eight coffee shops I frequent. I don't frequent. I should say. I don't frequent. I was going to say, what? <laughs> I don't go to them that often. But like. Um, I mean, there's like, there's quite a few. I feel like, I feel like I could do it. You, yeah, sure. I could do it. How big it would get? Probably, probably not at all. Might get a couple shares on like the, the like Manitowoc County, like yeah, Facebook, like Facebook page, Facebook you know, the like coolest coast or whatever it's called. You know, it's like, Hey, here's, here's Manti food. Do you have dude. the chari- Do you have the charisma for that? I don't know. I, I don't think I do, but you know what? This, you've got the stage presence. I got the stage presence, which I feel like I could hone into that charisma easily. Question. What? So why is it that if Guy Fieri is on the TV screen, you trust that he knows something about food? I don't know. I I just think it's the way that he what is. What is it about Guy Fieri? I don't know. I just think the way he talks about it, man. Like he's just like he just looks like a fun dude. He's the like, Pat McAfee of the food. Yeah, movie. I just I don't know what it is. Like I don't know why I listen to Guy Fieri. Um, I've I've actually heard so I don't you've seen his shows like diners drive-ins and dives right diners drive-ins and dives is that what I said no Di- what did I say diners, diners dive-ins and dives <laughs> that exactly we we really like dives in and dives we really like uh, guys uh, the supermarket oh yeah okay game. that's a good show that's a good one yeah but you've seen that show yeah yeah, yeah so like I found out if like. They, if he takes a bite and the camera like cuts away from him and cuts like to the food or whatever, he doesn't, he doesn't like it. Like <laughs> there are apparently places he goes to that he's told he has to go to. And then like he goes and if he doesn't like the like if his reaction isn't as good, cause like some places he goes to and he's like, he just keeps eating the food and he's just speechless. It's so good. He just is like screaming in the camera like this is amazing. And sometimes like he's like, yeah, it was good. And it's like one bite. <laughs> and he doesn't eat oh, yeah, any yeah, more yeah. of okay. it. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, what's well, nicer than Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's two types of Gordon Ramsay. There's the Top Chef Gordon Ramsay um, where he's yelling at you saying 
anything and everything to make you cry. And then there's the Top Chef kid one yeah. where yeah. he's like yeah. the most sweetest angel. He's like, oh, let me help you out. Like, it's okay. Like He's like helping. He's yeah. a great dad. He's a fantastic dad. Sure. Um, he has a couple daughters, I think. But I love Gordon Ramsay. Kitchen Nightmares, fantastic show. It's a great show. Great but show. what's interesting is that you can watch some of his cooking shows that are like, Excuse me, I'm getting over cold. Uh, that are like based in Britain, yeah, or whatever. And he has the same like his personality doesn't change, but he's definitely more muted. Oh, sure. Because yeah. in American television, like we want that, yeah, him to blow up. We want him <laughs> to like do whatever it takes to like get a reaction. Yeah. Whereas he'll tell you the same thing when he's in Britain. He'll tell you if your food's crap, but like. He's far le- far yeah. more muted about it. Less animated. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's like the British, like a um, uh, British Bake Off, I think. The Brit- uh, yeah, British Great- Baking Show? Yeah. Great British Baking Show? Yeah, but like, it's like, um, apparently on that show, they're like, it's a it's a competition. Yeah. But they're all like really nice to each other. Yeah, and they're all a, like supportive really and they're like, show. oh, great food, you know, like in their British accents. And meanwhile, in America, like our cooking shows are like, you have 20 minutes. You must incorporate this ingredient. If you don't, you're a loser. <laughs> and it's like the this difference. Is disgusting. This is the worst yeah. way. Quit your day job and, and go yeah. work for the garbage dump. That's what you're yeah. used to. And it's like, oh, by the way, you can you can uh, you can um, like throw curveballs at the other team where they have to cook it with one hand. It's like what are we doing here? You know, like I just want yeah. some good food, you know? And that's like the British bake off is like, you have unlimited time to make this cake, you know, <laughs> or they not unlimited, but they give them like a reason amount of, a reason yeah, reason amount of four or five hours. Yeah. And meanwhile, in America, it's like this person might get botulism. Cause I'm not sure if that chicken is cooked or not. <laughs> it looks nice, but I'm not sure if that's cooked. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they actually cook that chicken. I know how long chicken takes. I don't, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's done or not. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, it's. It, I I think, I mean, you could do it. I mean, I I'd watch it. I'd probably have to be your camera guy. I don't know if I have the time. <laughs> I, don't have the time. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I don't think I have the time to do that. To eat food, you gotta eat food normally, don't you? That's true. Yeah, we'll think about it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. We'll think about yeah, it. I'm sure you will. We were having this discussion earlier, and I I do want to return to it because I think is, it's fun. It's a fun conversation to have. Um. Uh, you and I were talking about movies. Yeah. Uh, before we went on air, and then we were talking about the first time. <laughs> um, so like, I notice now. Oh, we were talking about uh, like uh, uh, birthdays, right? We were talking about like Saint birthdays or historical birthdays. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and when I was a, when I was a teacher, I used to do this thing called Throwback Thursday. Yeah. Where like on a morning show, I think WIXX does this. Yes. Like yeah. uh, they do like a throwback Thursday, like this happened on this day in what year or whatever. Right. So I would do that on Thursdays and I'd have an, I'd have an event or a famous person's birthday or, or whatever else. It's a fun teacher. Um, fun thanks. teacher move. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it worked out really well. Uh, but they would tell me a year and then whoever was closest without going over would get kind of candy or yeah or, or whatever um and i realized that like when i think about that sort of time period 
in your life, you know, like that nostalgic you have for like maybe your teacher did that for you. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking of like famous like I don't know depictions of of high school of high school. Yeah. So then was we were talking about movies. We were talking yeah. about movies of like high school situations or whatever, and um, how I probably don't see it as often anymore. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know how many movies take place like in a school. So I was try- trying to think about what were the, what is the best movie or that, that takes place in a high school. Yeah. In a high school. In a high school. Yeah. You want me to give me a, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, mean girls. Yeah. Um, I think it's the most iconic, especially for our generation. Um, yeah, I think it came out in like 2006, somewhere in that range. Um, I think it's the most quotable. Um, high, uh, I think it's one of the most quotable movies, one of the most memeable movies. Um, I mean, here we are 17 years later talking about it. Um, obviously, it's like not an award-winning movie, but I, I think when you talk about uh, generational movies that um, impacted it or became pop cultural references, I mean, they made a musical called Mean Girls the Musical. So I want to say Mean Girls for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of famous actors in that movie or yeah. act and actresses that like it kind of projected their career a little bit more. Um, um, I mean, you talk about Lindsay Lohan. She was already kind of famous, but like Rachel McAdams, Matt mm-hmm. Seyfried, I mean, Tina Fey and like Amy Poehler were already pretty famous, but mm-hmm. um at least for teenage actors and actresses. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I would say um, on that, too, it would be like like High School Musical. I yeah. think, um, I mean, Disney Channel original movie, they made three of them. The last one was in theaters. Uh, you know, did we're you still like talking about them? it. Did I what? Did you like all three of them? Yeah, I did. I actually genuinely liked all yeah. three of them. Yeah. Uh, second one, Hot Take is my favorite. That one does not take place in a high school but they're high school kids but it's is that the, the one where they're at the lake or whatever no it's a summer one it's a summer yeah one. where it's like it's summer vacation and they're all at they're all like working at a, a country club or something like that obviously so, yeah obviously as high schoolers do i guess yeah working for dad's country club <laughs> yeah i think it's like sharpay or whatever's I, I don't know if it's like her family called like owns it but they're high up in it yeah so yeah so i would say high school musical and as far as like the impact and how long we're talking about these movies, High School Musical, and then uh, I should say Mean Girls number one. High yeah. School Musical is up yeah. there. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, the bre- the Breakfast Club, the Breakfast Club for sure, because uh, that takes place like in a school. There's there's like there's other, literally no other setting in that movie. <laughs> I think it's there is <laughs> yeah yeah there is no other setting. I think it's a whole school. But I think of like, I mean, there were a lot of influential. Like teen dramas. Oh yeah, but they're all inappropriate for me to talk about. <laughs> I think I think uh, yeah, shape or form. yeah, Breakfast Club's appropriate. But to talk about. you, when we recorded this the first time, you made a good point of at the end of that movie. Um, if you haven't seen the Breakfast Club, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, Solid movie. The idea is that there are it's a group of six kiddos who get like a weekend detention. 
and they have to go to serve this detention early morning on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I forget, I forget what day of the week it is. I think it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday? Yeah. Uh, and these six kids come from six very, very different cliques. Yeah, very... Uh, but like stereotypical cliques. Stereotypical like the jock, clique, the jock. The dropout, yeah. the nerd, yeah. the cheerleader. Yeah. And then whatever Molly Ringwald is. The light book, 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 bookworm, bookworm, nerd. bookworm. Um, you got kind of like the weirdo, like kind of just I don't know. Weird, yeah, it's just kid. like yeah for for this day or whatever. They're all dealing with this. Like we're all stuck in this situation together, and they form this like really interesting yeah bond. And they have these moments of where they connect with someone from a different yeah clique, and that definitely is and from a different time period where clicks were more prevalent. Yeah. I feel like kids now definitely like, friend groups. Are, but are are there popular kids anymore? I don't know. I'm trying to think back to when I was in high school. I feel like there was. Um I went to a really big high school though. Yeah. Um so it was less obvious. Like there was sure. like just so many kids. It's like, sure. I don't know, it's popular kid one of 150, you know, like Sure. So And I went uh, to such a small school. Yeah. That, Everybody kind of knew everybody. Yeah, and I didn't even go to. There was there was the public school that had maybe eighty kids in it, and then there were private schools that fed into Plymouth. Yeah, as well. So like, I still knew everybody up to the first like year. I feel like I was on first name basis with everybody in my yeah. class, and at least the class above me, and at least class like below me. Yeah. Um, but you made a good point that at the end of the Breakfast Club, after they've had this experience together, they all kind of break apart into these other I think there's you know there's room romance or whatever involved but they're going to break apart into the in back into their normal lives yeah and you're kind of their their future together as a group or as friends is left ambiguous exactly for, for good reason yeah. and I was thinking that how that happens much more often at the end of high school now because yeah. you went to a big high school i went to a small high school but so like you went to a big high school a lot of people i went to a small high school where i knew a lot of people so when high school ended for you and me mm-hmm. whether or not we kept in touch with or still hung out with in some way shape or form with the people that we went to high school with that looks very different for you and me than it did maybe for our parents. Yeah, I think it's because I think a lot of more people are moving away and from hometowns, going to college, and then like after college, not returning. You know, I think a lot of people go, you know, and not for wrong reason, you know, jobs or, you know, just want a different adventure in life. But I think a lot of like when I'm thinking of the people that I actually still stay in touch with, um, we all do live in different areas, but we're not as close, I would say, like as far as I don't know what's going on the day to day. I know it's going on major events in people's lives, um, but the day to day stuff, you know, the interactions, the how you doings are a lot less because, you know, one lives in Florida, one lives in New Jersey, you know, Arizona, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're all scattered coast to coast. Um you know, that just kind of happens, I could think, in life. And, you know, we see each other 
mostly for like if an event brings us together, like mm-hmm. weddings, not even reunions. I didn't even have a 10 year reunion. <laughs> so well, you did and they didn't invite you. No, I know for a fact we didn't because uh, the person that was supposed to plan it or should have planned it per like the rules um, wanted no part of coming back to. Oh, hometown. really? <laughs> yeah, okay. no. He's so in New York and good guy. You, but Do yeah. you think that that is a consequence, this whole like wanderlust style of living where we're going to jump to the next best thing or... I'm going to change where I live every couple of years, change where I work every couple of years. Like there's always something better for me to move on. Like people don't put down roots anymore. Do you think that's a um, consequence of social media? Because all of a sudden we had this ability to keep in touch with those people from our yeah. formative years where I didn't need to stick around to be with my friends anymore because... Well, I just have them on MySpace or I have yeah. them on Facebook. So sure. now I can go to Connecticut or whatever and still stay in touch with everybody. I don't right. need to stay in my community anymore because my community is, is wherever I want it to be. Yeah, I think there's probably an influence of that like um, with social media. I think just in media in general. So like, I don't know. I don't know what life would have looked like if I was born like 30 years earlier. But um you know, I think with media, advertising, social media, you hear a lot more about places like that. So it's like, oh, that sounds like a fun place to live. You know, like, yeah. you know, there's, you know, there's TV. There's TV literally on our phones now. You know, like you mm-hmm. can watch movies, televisions on your phone. Like back then it was like, yeah, you knew about New York City. You knew yeah. about LA. And it was probably, um, and that thing too is like there's a lot of, cities that are growing so fast you know phoenix las vegas nashville mm-hmm. i mean phoenix 20 years ago i mean i i used to live in scottsdale when i was in first grade and most of the highways that we went when we visited a couple years ago like weren't even existing mm-hmm. you know so i think i think part of it's just there's more there's a lot of job opportunities elsewhere and uh people could feel like they can still stay in touch mm-hmm. via Social media, Skype, not Skype. People yeah, don't Skype, Skype anymore. anymore. Zoom, but I'm 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 dating myself now. <laughs> Skype. Uh, that's how that's how I stayed in touch actually in college mm-hmm. with some yeah, friends. Yeah. I went to other schools, but yeah, I think part of it's just yeah the mindset, and then also there's you know there's a lot of jobs elsewhere, and um, you know localized in the metropolises and people graduate college they go to those cities and not saying that everybody does obviously not everyone does and but a lot i think a lot of people people do was there a, was there a city that you wanted to move to well after college i actually graduated or when i graduated i went to minneapolis um my sisters lived there i don't think that um you know i was like felt really strongly desired to go sure. there. Um, I was dating somebody who lived there too. That's a whole other story. But like, uh, I mean, I went to Minneapolis for seven months or however long I lived there. And so I moved back home, but there wasn't really like a, like, I know a lot of people are like, I want to go to Chicago. I had no desire, no desire yeah. to go to Chicago, yeah. you know, uh, New York now, maybe Arizona, but like, I don't know. I'm a nurse. So it's sort of like I can work literally anywhere. Mm hmm. Travel nursing, if I 
travel nursing, if I knew more about it, I may have considered it. Because it's like, you don't live there, but you can, it's like you're traveling, literally travel. Uh, you're like visiting that city, but you're working there too. Mm. But you're not like laying roots there. Mm. I think it would have been a fun way to meet people. Um, I'm not sure I have that personality though. But sure. no, I did you ever have any like desire to be like, I want to move to uh, Austin, so. Austin, Texas? Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, I feel like that's, I feel like Austin, Nashville, and like Chicago for our generation is like the cities, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, I'm going to Austin. Like, I don't know. I feel like yeah, I, um, big city that's the, growing up. The only reason I didn't uh, move to Austin was because, so Wisconsin has, teacher licensure they call it reciprocity with every other state in the country okay so what that means is that your license your teaching license in wisconsin is good in every other state in the right country. yeah that is not the case for every other state okay um but the thing was is that to get a reciprocity license for texas i had to have the one for wisconsin so what would have had to happen is i would have had to wait to graduate to get my license. Okay. And I wouldn't have got my license until late July, early August to then apply for jobs, reciprocity, and then apply for jobs in Texas. Oh, so I was, I would have been looking at a very small window to move to find a job, move to find an apartment and then live in, live in Austin. Yeah, makes sense. So what I did was I said, I, I said instead, okay, I'll teach in Wisconsin for a year get my reciprocity and then I moved to Austin and I remember being on the phone with my dad when I got the job in my first teaching job is in Green Bay um, he's <laughs> I, I was telling him what my my plans were that I wanted to move to Austin after getting yeah. my license teaching for a year he's like well you know Green Bay is a big city you could find a you know find some some woman fall in love and then you're just kind of stuck I'm like yeah, all right. Yeah, that's going to happen. No, <laughs> well, that happened immediately. Yeah. <laughs> My first summer here, I met Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. So turned out for the best. Yeah, it did because yeah. Austin is a. Uh, Have you been there now? No. No. Uh, it's gotten worse. Uh, mm, I don't know if it's gotten worse. It's gotten much more expensive. Oh, yeah. To live okay. there. Um, it has boomed in population. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the seven years that oh, I've yeah. been out of school. And it's, it's, it's gotten a lot more on the it's gotten further politically than sure sure than i would have liked it to be yeah um Um, so just a very different uh yeah it's grown a lot very different living styles i don't know if it's the fastest growing but it's 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 up there it's up there i think like phoenix is up there uh yeah phoenix for sure Mm -hmm. yeah we're just there in phoenix they're building i I mean they're building everywhere yeah, I think a lot of it's due to um, people uh, retiring. So like yeah. baby boomers are yeah, retiring. Mm-hmm. They're going to Phoenix. They're going to Arizona. You know, they're going to Arizona. They're going to Florida. Those states are just booming in population. People are flocking there. So, yeah, yeah. It's, I was talking to my grandpa when I, we were just down there. Uh, I was talking to my grandpa. He lives in Mesa, so he was telling me about there's a lot of Canadians. Really? That live in Arizona for six months. It's how long they they can stay there um, without having to pay like taxes or whatever. Okay. Like taxes or, sure. or visas or, or whatever. So he told me that the 
Canadian retirees that come down to Arizona for six months, they just party. <laughs> they That's all they do is they just Hilarious. come down. They load up on a bunch of yeah. uh, provisions, if you will. They go to like, ASU. It's party. They go, to, they go to Phoenix. They, they drink. They golf. They party. They sleep. Sounds like... Sounds like the retirement. They do that. They do that for six months, and then they go back to Canada to repeat uh, it. Just dry out, as as they would say. (laughs) Dry out. (laughs) Uh, They're probably there during the winter. That makes that would make sense. uh, Yeah. 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 yeah, It's like 105 down there. (laughs) Yeah. No. You don't want to golf in that. Yeah. So uh, our introduction is really long today, Um, mostly because we're just excited that the microphones are working. Uh, but secondly, uh, we our our guest today is is the one and only John Christensen. Yeah. Because hey, how you doing? As as we move <laughs> into summer, um, and as it's a little harder, as many of the people that we like to have on have obligations, families, and whatnot, that uh, it's a little harder to plan yeah. things throughout the summer. So we figured um, as many episodes as we can record here in the summer. Yep. We're going to go for it because you never know, like you're starting with school soon and um, you never know what life throws your way. You get busy, you know, something happens, whatever. Um, we want to make sure that we try to get out some some more episodes. So some good. I'll try to give you some uh, good content today. Well, I looked at our first our first episode, uh, 28 minutes. Where are we at right now? Uh, 28 minutes. Oh, OK, sorry. <laughs> See you guys. Good episode. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we probably didn't do uh, our first episode justice. No, with our stories. Not that our stories are particularly interesting, um, but I feel it's. I figure it's more interesting to be. Me, but. Uh, it's important to be more vulnerable with what's happened in yeah. our lives as we ask people to be vulnerable yeah, for totally themselves. Fair. So I mean, um, you're a cradle Catholic. Yeah, I am. Yeah, so I was born, raised Catholic, baptized Catholic. My mom um, came from a very big Catholic family, stereotypical, like 10 kids. I grew up on a farm. They were not farmers, but they had a farm. Um, my dad actually is Lutheran, was Lutheran, I should say, um, up until like seven years ago, but for their, all my childhood, um, and early into my adult life, um, he was Lutheran. Um, so, but born and raised Catholic, we went to mass every Sunday and, and I should say too, we, my dad was very supportive of it. Um, he made sure that we're going to mass, even when like, if my mom was out of town visiting family or friends, um, we went to mass. Uh, my dad made sure we woke up, we went and he participated, prayed. He did not participate in the communion, obviously, but, um, and there's never like a, there was never like a, um, a split between the two. Um, like they, I was, I never questioned that I was like sure. Catholic, right? Sure. So like my dad, he didn't really like fight it um and he never um like taught us thing he was um uh uh, you can break out luther's yeah evangelical church lutheran church oh sure sure oh yeah Uh, yeah, which actually it's not catholicism but like uh no it's not a lot of the a lot of the beliefs are fairly similar not all the same obviously but um so I think that that helped a little, a little bit. Like he was like in agreement with a lot of things, but, um, but he was there for questions. So like sometimes we would, I would ask dad like, Hey, what does the Lutheran church teach? And he would just tell me and that was it. Um, so I think it was beneficial for me, um, in a way like, like I, I embraced it is what I'm trying to say. And, um, so, 
anyway, so, but grew up Catholic, uh, went to Mass every Sunday. That was a must. Uh, we prayed before meals, and we, as a family, we prayed before bed. That was, oh, okay. you know, what we did as cool. a family. And, you know, individual prayer, you know, was encouraged, but obviously my, my parents, like, didn't force us to individually mm-hmm. pray. Um, and so I feel like my faith as a child up until, like, I would say early high school, so grade school, middle school, um, pretty surface level. Like, I believe in God. Like, I was very um, adamant of that. Um, I never questioned, I would say, if there was an existence of God, but I would say my my faith itself was very surface level. Okay. So, um, you know, hey, God, can I have an A on my test tomorrow? You know, stuff like, mm. stuff like that. Um, I would pray for family members, sick family members, stuff like that. Cause I do believe, um, that that's important, but very, very surface level as far as my prayer life goes and my knowledge. Um, I think, um, <laughs> I was a very, um, um, I had a lot of interest as a kid and, um, admittedly, so I wasn't very interested in learning about the church, sure. you know, um, saints, stuff like that. Like I was like, yeah, they exist. Like, yeah, sure. But I was like, I don't, I wasn't interested in learning about it. And I think it's important to learn about our faith, but I, that wasn't a strength of mine back then. Um, so I would say my faith, very surface level, um, up until high school. And, um, my sisters had gone on a mission trip to, um, my church would always go to Clintwood, Virginia. And my sisters went on it and had great experiences. And so I was like, that sounds like fun. You know, I was a boy scout. I was, very into service. Um, so, um, not necessarily through the church, but just in the community as a boy scout. So I was like, yeah, this will be fun, you know, hang out with some of my classmates and, and go to this and, and that'd be great. And, um, it was a very, I would say, uh, uh, a life changing event, a spark. I don't necessarily think it was the thing that leapfrogged me, but I would say it sparked interest, um, in, um, becoming deeper in my faith. Um, we went to Clinton, Virginia, which I don't, you know, you can look up where it is, but it's in the middle of the Appalachian mountains. And, um, it's about the closest thing you can get to a third world country in the United States. Mm. Um, uh, what does that mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a, um, it's a mining town. Um, uh, pretty much the entire population lives well below the poverty line. Um, not good water. Um, bad health outcomes, uh, not a lot of resources, I would say. Um, part of that I think was due to them being so isolated. Um, I think their location didn't help, but, um, it was the first time in my life that I really witnessed poverty. Okay. You know, I've obviously it existed within my, within my community because it exists everywhere. Um, whether you live in the richest area in America, it's, there's going to be poverty there. Um, but it's the first time I witnessed it in a, a real way um, and was just like engulfed into it. Uh, not just like, oh, I drove through a poor neighborhood like I was I was living mm-hmm. there for the week. Um, and I think it made me it made me think um, it made me um, not take things for granted, um, which is no fault of my of my family because my mm-hmm. parents both came from poverty and um they made sure that we were thankful. Um, whether that I actually meant that or not was a different thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I took things for granted as a, as a kid um, and didn't think about like 
that other people don't have this stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so other people like wake up worrying about where they're going to get food. I never had to worry about that. Yeah. So, um, here I was for the first time in my life witnessing that. And it, I think for the first time, like I, I, um, became a lot less selfish. Um, I started to think about other people when it came in a, in a, in a more deeper way than just like, Oh, my friend's sick, help him, you know, like in a different way. Um, so I started praying not just for what I want, um, or need or whatever, uh, but for intentional prayer of other, other people. Um, and I want to say too, um, these people that I was hanging out with, um, and, and, uh, we, we were doing a lot of like housework for them. It wasn't, uh, a mission trip in that we're like going on the streets and th- I mean, we would, we would talk to people about it, but we were there to, to help them and, and repairing their houses and, and, and such and stuff like that. But, um, they were very rich in spirit. And I think being there, uh, witnessing people who didn't have a lot of stuff, um, but they were very rich in spirit, um, made me think like, wow, John, like you have it really easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you talk about first world problems, that's literally you. And, um, you really don't even have that at all. Um, it's time to be a little bit more grateful and thankful and also to, um, be helpful to others in the community. So when I got home from that, um, I started volunteering more through my church, um, helping others in the community. I became more involved in like community service projects through school, stuff like that. So, um, I wouldn't say that it made me like, Oh, I went there and all of a sudden I, I love Jesus Christ a ton more. Like I, I did, but it, it wasn't like, um, uh, a three, like a one eighty. like I didn't come back mm-hmm. like a new person, sure. but it definitely sparked, um, a lot of interest in service, which I think, um, is important in the church. You know, we're called to serve the poor. Um, but in addition to it, it, it made me be more thankful for the things that I have good family, you know, stuff like that. So. Mm. Um, so that was, that was, uh, early high school, uh, f- late, uh, that was the summer before my sophomore year. And, um, so yeah, but my, my fresh, late freshman year, I joined a, a performing group in high school. Um, and this is where it starts to kind of, um, my faith starts to become a little bit stronger. So I joined this performing group in high school. It's called Broadway Company. Uh, it was the last Think hour. about it. <laughs> yeah, it was the last hour of the day. Um, it was both a class and an extracurricular. Um, I loved singing and performing in high school, and I tried out for this group, got in. Uh, most dudes do get in because they're desperate for, for guys, but you know what? <laughs> Still tried out for it, but got in, and um, I, I joined because I thought a lot of the girls were pretty cute. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, as a high school yeah. guy thinks, right? So, like, went in there being like, yeah, I like to be around a lot of cute girls, but little did I know, like, a, nothing came from that, <laughs> but B, <laughs> um, but B was the best thing I ever did because, um, in high school, um, cause I was engulfed in, um, a really good community of, of friends that I was almost forced to be friends with, um, which is because a blessing and a curse. All, all getting rejected by girls. Yeah, exactly. No, but it was a blessing. And a cur- it could be a blessing or a curse and you know, blessing. It turned out to be a blessing cause, um, you know, you're almost forced to be with these people. So it's like, if they're good people, great. If they're not, that sucks, but they turned out to be really awesome people. <coughs> Um, I had a role, and we did Footloose my sophomore year. You ever seen the movie Footloose? 
Uh, is that musical. the one where nobody put the baby in the corner? No, that's um, Dirty Dancing. Oh. Same same time period, though. Uh, it's the one where, like, no dancing is allowed in the town. It's Kevin Bacon. Kevin that's Fulloose? Yeah. Isn't that Dirty Dancing? No. No, Dirty Dancing is they go to the, um, uh, like, country club kind of thing, and... Uh, she learns how to dance, but from the they workers. Don't. Oh, is like a ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that song. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So, uh, we, my high school, put that on, um, and uh, Footloose. Up, yeah, Footloose. Okay, yeah. No, all, right, all right. And I'm giving a role. Um, that was like, uh, there's like a. I wouldn't say he's like the villain, but he, he's the bad influence in town, right? So like he's a, um, the pastor's boyfriend who turns out to be like this jerk guy, and then the pastor's boyfriend, the a uh, pastor's daughter's boyfriend. Oh, right? okay. Past- right, right. I missed a word there. Yeah. Very important. It's a very important <laughs> yeah, word. It's an important it's word. Two there. very different characters. <laughs> very, very, yeah, very different. Pastor's daughter's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, Patrick Swayze. They. <laughs> No, it's not. I actually don't even know if it's... I don't even know who the character... Patrick Swayze's Dirty Dancing. Yeah, that's yeah. Dirty Dancing, but I'm not sure the actor... John Travolta? I don't, I don't I think know. Grease. I don't think he's in it. That's Grease. Yeah. Same, again, same time period, Same, though. same yeah. He's around the yeah, same you're in the same, he's around the same... Same movie. era. Sure. Um, but, um, so I play, like, his sidekick, right? Like, every villain has, like, a sidekick or two. Um, and the guy who played this guy is Austin, and he turned out to be a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of time together because rehearsals were mm-hmm. spending a lot of time mm-hmm. and um so i became close friends with them and this was uh early sophomore year of high school my um my high school made it to like the state football tournament but we made it to the semifinals and lost in the semifinals anyways mm-hmm. we're at the game and after the game as every high schooler does after a football game what do you do you go to somebody's house and you play video games you know play video games you drink Mountain Dew and uh, eat junk food and watch yeah, YouTube videos me. and you yeah. watch YouTube videos or Vines. Yeah, I don't have any friends. Oh, so. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we did. I never went to football game. Okay. So. All right. Well, then, then yeah. you missed out on this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, you didn't miss out on much. Yeah. But anyways, we're on the way to a friend's house and as every um, uh, male does in high school, they listen to A Millie by Lil Wayne while they're driving. Mm-hmm. Good song. Yeah. Bad lyrics. Yeah. Great song. Don't don't sing it. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so we're listening to Lil Wayne, uh, with, uh, a Millie, um, and uh, he he turns it off and looks at me and is like, hey, man, do you love Jesus Christ? And I thought, it was, <laughs> a, I thought, I thought it was in a movie. I was like, is this a, is this a commercial? Like I was, I was totally caught Was it just guard. you and him? Yeah, just me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just me and him. It was like one of those like, What's happening? <laughs> you know, I was like, caught off guard. But I, um, I was like, yeah, 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 I, I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, great, cool, awesome, man. Like, uh, you know, I I help run a Bible study. I was like, neat. He's like, want to come? I'm like, I guess, sure. Like, I'll go. Um, did we just become best friends? Yeah, it was like one of those like, yeah, I guess I'll go. You know, and because I was at this point, I think I was like, all right. Should become more interested. I'm in high school. College is right around the corner. A couple of years. Um, let's figure out this, you know, this thing. So, um, and 
also too at the time my church didn't uh for high schoolers did not have a lot besides the mission trip um they had just like your ccd classes and they had like a week long i think like hangout work work class thing in like the summer but like that was it there wasn't anything throughout the year um there was no like life team that wasn't a thing so Mm. um i think our teens are and teens at a lot of other parishes where life teens a thing um are really blessed and lucky to have that because i did not up until a certain point and that's later in the story but um so i went uh it was a i would say christian not associated with the i would say non-denominational sure but people came from all different churches to go to this um because my friend uh i would say was very good at like asking people about their faith and that mm-hmm. was something that i really admired about austin and so something i do to this day as well um shout out to austin he's definitely not listening but that's okay uh <laughs> but he invited me to this and i went and uh we just would read passages and talk about it how it relates to our lives we'd pray um pray for each other it was a good community good night uh close-knit community we cared for each other you know we became vulnerable and I was like, all right, this is cool. Like, I was like, I can, I can jive with this. Um, I think that was something that I really embraced then. And something I do now is that, that, uh, community it doesn't have to be big, but just like a close group of people that really care for each other. Um, and we did, and it, our faith brought us together. Um, um, so anyways, that was like sophomore year. I'm becoming definitely more prayerful in my life. Um, junior comes around that's confirmation okay so um i would say i wasn't forced to become confirmed but i was like highly highly encouraged and i was going to go through it uh through the process and during this time i was praying a lot about okay i love you god i believe in you um i don't know what community i'm supposed to be a part of am i supposed to be part of this catholic community which I've, i've known my whole life um, has been very fruitful overall, but I haven't, I haven't, um, selfishly speaking at the time, I thought I was like, I'm not getting much out of it. You know, like mm. that's what you think as a high schooler, right? Like I'm not getting much out of it. So, or do I go to this, you know, other church, whatever, and become involved with that. But I gave confirmation a, a, a shot. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And, and I participated and it was pretty, it was Okay. Um, and then, but things really changed, I would say when the, uh, retreat came around. So it was a weekend long retreat and it was required. Um, if you didn't go, you had to do like a bunch of makeup work. It's just, it's just way easier just to go on the thing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And before I left, I told God, uh, for listeners, don't do this, but I did it. Um, I said, God, I need a sign. And if you don't give it to me, I'm going to not be happy. (laughs) I said some other words, but I was like, those are fighting words. Yeah, I was like, God, I need a sign. Like, give me that sign that I'm supposed to be Catholic, right? Like, we all ask for signs here and there, and, like, we expect it to be, like, obvious, right? Like, God's voice is just going to be like, John. Jesus should... comes down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, Look, yeah. this is my second coming, <laughs> but here's your sign. Yeah, I was expecting, like, Old Testament, like, a big flood comes through, and, like, oh, yeah, that's the sign. All right, John, yeah. become Catholic. And the, uh, the, the fish float by. Yeah. In the form of letters of like what God wants to say to you. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I was expecting and asking for God. But you know what? 
as the story will come, that's not the sign was, but I did. That's good. I actually did get one and I'll tell you. Um, so I'm going the whole weekend and like, it's good, but, and people are, uh, opening up. Um, I would say like, again, I was starting to actually feel that community of like, okay, here's people my same age. All right. We're talking about God. This is great. We're praying together. Okay. This is cool. Uh, all right. But like, I don't know. I also have this, this other community that I'm kind of a part of and, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling conflicted. I had a very great confession. Um, first confession I have, I think, uh, in a long time for me at that time. I don't know how many years had gone by, but way, way too long. <laughs> I walked in and the um, priest was like, I was like, uh, free me, Father. Um, I'm not sure the last time. <laughs> and he's like, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> uh, he's like, I think he, he kind of joked. He's like, it's definitely not the longest. Even if you said, I don't know, it's definitely the longest, <laughs> um, but it was a great confession. Um, whole week goes by and I don't know, I'm packing up and I'm like, you know, I don't, all right. Like, I don't, I didn't get that sign though. By the way, it's Super Bowl weekend, the year the Packers won the Super Bowl. Really? So like, nice. you're welcome. Cause we prayed a lot. For them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that we, I mean, we definitely well, there, there was your sign. John. Yeah. No, <laughs> that wasn't the sign. Uh, but anyway, so I'm packing up. And, um, all of a sudden a, one of the leaders comes up to me. He's like, Hey John, um, how you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm just backing up, man. You know, like I'm re- getting ready to go. going to go home, watch the Packers, hopefully win the Super Bowl. Like doing great. He's like, yeah. So we're starting up this thing. It's going to be on Wednesday nights and, uh, it's like a youth group. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Sounds, sounds cool. Uh, and I was like, when is it? He's like, I think the first one will be in a couple Wednesdays from now. I'm like, great. You know, I think there was like a email sent out, something was sent out to the confirmants and I, and I went and I was like, okay. And looking back, I think that that was, that was, uh, I don't know, like you can say the sign, but, mm. um, it was definitely God's invitation, mm. uh, working through, uh, Bruce, Bruce Lancer, shout out to Bruce. Um, if I, and half the father and husband that he is, I'll be a good father. He's amazing. Um, he's got a great story as well. Um, super awesome, prayerful guy. Um, so thank you for inviting me to that. Um, so I went. And um, for the first time, I would say, I, I felt like this was uh, truly where I was supposed to be. There was no mm. question about it. Um, I learned actually about the church. <laughs> I learned why, you know, and I did... I did that through confirmation too. You know, I paid attention, um, but it got even deeper and deeper. The more I went to this, this, um, on Wednesday night, I forget what we called it. The, the, (laughs) the nickname was C4. I don't know, but we were nerdy. Uh, but (laughs) yeah, it was called C4, but anyways, it essentially became life teen eventually. Oh, okay. Um, but life teen, we didn't have the official life teen, like program at the time. So, um, finally, like I find the Catholic community that I'm looking for. And I think too, it was, it was important for me. And I think you could probably relate to like with height when you're in high school, like you want to be around people your age, you know, like you can go to an event with like older people. And I, I think my, my misconception about the church at the time, looking back was like the Catholic church is just a bunch of old people. (laughs) 
and that's what it was and there's nothing for young people and yada 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 and that was the total lie that i was thinking in my head mm-hmm. at the time um but here i was with um people my age all having very um, important questions you know we all ask very important questions learning about the faith and uh i finally had that community so for uh, my whole so i i got confirmed um my confirmation name is, I believe, Luke, because uh, I think he's the patron saint of physicians, and at the time I wanted to be a doctor, so I was like, yeah, "That sounds right, yeah." Yeah. So, anyways, so I get confirmed. Um, I asked a good buddy of mine to be um, my sponsor. He's a year older than me, great guy. And then uh, my senior year, um, I was like, "Okay, what do I do now?" Like senior year, confirmation junior year, uh, they started this like senior leader program for kids who. Um, we're interested in just continuing to be involved. Um, so I continued to go on the retreats and, um, I also really, uh, got a lot better. I think at, at praying, being more involved, paying attention during mass. Like I, I'm just, I'm, I'm growing. I'm not thriving, I would say, but I'm definitely growing, uh, which is um, what God calls you for. Obviously you, you want to thrive, but growing is, is the most important thing. You can't thrive until you, grow, unless you grow. So, um, so I'm going to, uh, the retreats. I'm being asked to go on the retreats as a senior leader. And actually during this time, I'm actually like discerning. So, um, I didn't date my senior priesthood. Year. Discerning yeah. priesthood. Discerning yeah. priesthood. Should have clarified. There's yeah. discerning lots yeah. of vocations, but um, I was discerning the priesthood, and I told a few people about this, um, especially my friends in the, um, you know, in the youth group, the youth leader. Uh, shout out to Andrew, by the way. He's also probably not listening, but maybe I'll send this link to him. But um, I think you know Andrew. Your wife does. Andrew. No, I think you're not. I'm not. My Elizabeth wife, can so confirm. Yeah. yeah, Elizabeth. Can, she knows him, but um, he's pretty involved in the life team area community i don't know uh so senior year um yeah i become um i'm starting to discern and i do that uh pretty much all of senior year what was the um what was the what was uh that the beginning of that process like why, um, did, why did you start to discern i think uh somebody told me just like have you thought ask me i shouldn't say told me uh, I don't know who it was that asked me, mm. but um, I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking it was one of the uh one of the priests at the parish. If I had ever discerned, and I was like, "What does that mean?" And they're like, "Discerning the priesthood." I was like, "No," <laughs> and they're mm. like, "Why?" And I was like, "I don't know," because I I haven't. Um, and then he kind of was like, "I think you should. You should discern it." And as I'm discerning, I'm not even telling people that I'm doing this, mm-hmm. but more and, pe- more and more people were like, hey, I think you'd be a good priest. And I'm like, stop it. Don't tell me that. <laughs> like, don't tell me that. No. Because I, for though you haven't discerned priesthood. No, you have. I, me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I briefly yeah. discerned. I mean, you you should. Yeah, exactly. I was, like, I was a young man who was Catholic. Yeah. You don't want to hear people be like, you should. And I'm like, oh no, no, tell me I don't. Like, I don't deserve to do this. 
but I'm discerning and I discern my whole senior year, whole senior year of, of high school. I don't date anybody. I go into, I graduate high school. Yay me. Great. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Uh, class of 2012. Shout out. Uh, I apply, go to Madison. Um, I go in pre-med, uh, microbiology. And um, when I got there, I'm like, okay, I need to establish like right away with a Catholic community there. And my sister had gone to Madison. Um, so I kind of knew like where to go. And she was like, go to St. Paul's. I'm like, great. Going to St. Paul's. I literally like, I moved in. My parents were like, bye. We're going to a, on a cruise. My parents dropped me off and went on a cruise the next day. <laughs> I, they, like they, <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the youngest. I'm the youngest. Right? That's yeah. why. Yeah. They're like, like, all right, peace out. All right. Dude. Empty nesters. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not even joking. They're like, if you need anything, text the neighbor. Cause we won't get your text. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so they, uh, so anyways, I went, I literally moved in that evening. I think there was like a move, in, a freshman move in, mm-hmm. welcome freshman right, thing at the church. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like root beer floats or something like that. Nice. Uh, yeah, right? Classic. Big yeah, big W. I mean, it was, I don't know about you, but when in college, if you heard there was free food, oh, you man. went. Yep. I rushed for free food. No, but, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My friend, <laughs> this is a side tangent, but I'm going to do it anyways because we started it. Um, my friend really wanted to rush uh, like Theta Chi or something like that. He's a legend. Yeah, you told the story. Means. Yeah, maybe. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I didn't. But he was like, there's going to be B-dubs. And I was like, okay, what time is it? <laughs> and I go to this event. And I felt honestly bad because like looking back no, at it. didn't. No, I kind of did because, like, apparently, like, you can only have certain number of people that you get bids to or yeah. whatever like that. And, like, it's regulated. Know, anyways, it's yeah, it's regulated. Anyways, like, they were talking to me as if they were like, yeah, so, like, are you, what are you interested in? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I like sports. I'm like, I'm pre-med. They're like, oh, awesome, man. Like, yeah, we're, we got a lot of pre-med guys running. Like, they're, they're, like, bringing people over. Like, hey, you're pre-med. Come on over. Chat. They're, like, trying to recruit me. I'm like, oh, man, I really don't want to. I'm like, I feel bad. Uh, eventually I was like, listen, dude, I'm here for the B-dubs. I hate, I hate to break your heart. I'm here for the B-dubs. My buddy over there is a legend. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and they just left, <laughs> went to talk to my friend, Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. Uh, so anyways, go, I, I go to, um, go to Madison and, uh, they had Bible studies and you sign your name if you want to be in a Bible study. But, um, which I did, but I didn't even sign my name because after mass, like two people came up to me and were like, yo, you want to be in a Bible study? I was like, yeah, isn't that what like, we sign our names for? They're like, yeah, you don't really have to do that. If you just want to be in mine, you can. I'm like, okay, sounds cool. You're a good, cool dude. Uh, so, and throughout this time, I'm discerning to the point where I actually like am meeting with uh, Father Luke Strand uh, in Milwaukee. Um, like monthly Mm. Um, he came to Madison every month to meet with myself and I think there was like three or four other guys who were discerning to at least two of them actually became priests oh Uh, right on yeah pretty cool awesome Um, Father Steve uh, Buting and then oh gosh I'm gonna blank on the name I'm gonna try it so uh, so yeah I was discerning and 
I don't know what it was that I decided that this wasn't for me. I don't think there was like this like event or a thing. I just think the more and more I, I discerned, the more and more I prayed about it, uh, the more and more God was telling me like, um, thanks for doing this. Um, proud of you for doing this, but um, it's not for you. And I was like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. it's all good. Like, great because i don't know if i'd be a good priest but um so anyways throughout madison um you know i became very close with a lot of people at madison um uh and we i lived with guys that were catholic we Mm. prayed together actually one of the guys i lived with was my bible study leader so it was really easy to go to bible study because it's literally in our apartment so it was it was great i surrounded myself um with Catholic people. And I think that was really important for me. And it's how I knew, um, it's all I, it's the way I knew I, I had what I had to do. Like I knew I had to do this if I, if I wanted to, um, continue my faith. Cause I, if I didn't, I don't know where I'd be. Cause I know myself, I know I need that community. And if I didn't do it, I don't know where I'd be. You were going to find that community somewhere else. Yeah, and I and I'm glad I found a community that was productive. Yeah, this is fruitful. Madison. You could have found a community anywhere. Exactly, but um, I would have found a community. Yeah, not sure what that community would have looked like. Um, not sure it would have been positive or fruitful. Um, so I'm glad that I surrounded myself um, with good influences, people who were very open about our faith. I mean, my roommates. Um, I think I took for granted uh, at times and how um, awesome they were um, and just how open we were and in discussion too about it, like um, non-judgmental, um, very open in prayer in front of each other. We prayed together. We made meals together. It was it was a really good apartment to be in. Crappy apartment. Don't get me wrong. Physically, yeah. my mom never stepped foot into it. She did once, once, once to see it. And she's like, I'm good. (laughs) She dropped me off. I'm like, want to come up? She's like, absolutely not. I love you. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) If if I'm going to continue to have a positive outlook on sending you here. Yeah. So I think, um, I don't think I had throughout college, like the turmoil or anything like that. Um, or, and I think it was it was good um, that I didn't have that because I'm not sure which way it would have gone. Um, but I never, mean? like I never, um, you know, a lot of people go to college and then they're like, a lot of people do go to college. Yeah, a lot of people go to college and they like highly question their faith, stop going to mat stuff like that. Oh, you know? sure. And I and I never had that. Yeah, I had ups and downs. Sure, you, know, you have good weeks, you have bad weeks, stuff like that. But I never, um, I was going to mass every week I was going to confession at least once a month. Like I, I had to have a structure and I know for myself, if I don't have that structure, I don't know where my life's going to go. I'm a very structured person. Um, so I, I almost had to force myself to do it and not to, not that I don't want people to like listen to me and be like, Oh, are you doing it just because you need like, no, I, I just, I know how myself, like, you know, I, I know I work. If I, if I, if I don't surround myself with the people or if I don't have that structure of like, all right, I'm going to confession every month. 
I don't know which way my life's going to go. So um, I think I was doing it for the right reasons, you know, um, of like forcing myself into that community. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I don't want people to make it sound like I'm like, I don't know, I'm going with this. Wasn't there like a, like a, in a, isn't there like a turmoil in that as well that you recognize that this is something maybe that needs to be forced? Yeah. Once like in a while instead of a like overwhelming drive. Yeah. To go to mass or to go to confession or to yes. pray. Yeah. That's what I'm talk- trying to say of like, I force myself even if I didn't want to at times to go. Yeah, because you knew if you were yeah. to get out of habit, then it would be right a problem. Habit's good, you know. Even if you don't, makes you holy. Yeah. yeah um, and I think, yeah, I, I, I definitely made made sure I got my butt out of bed and went to mass. Like, even if I didn't want to, I went um, every weekend, if not uh, multiple times during the week. They offered tons of masses at St. Paul's. If you are a student listening and you're interested in going to Madison, let me know. Great community. Don't there. go to Stevens Point instead. <laughs> yeah, I would say um, I think that me choosing to go to Mass and to uh, was very good for my faith, um, which is crazy to say because I feel like a lot of people are like Madison is is not good for that reason. But UW Madison, St. Paul's, it's uh, especially um, I felt uh, was a very good community community to be a part of, and I'm I'm very blessed to have have been a part of that. I almost wish I had been slightly more involved. And I think um, looking back, I, I regret not. It's hard though, because nursing students have really weird lives um, where it became very hard to do like a ton of stuff. Like I did homecoming committee and I also wanted to do not just like Catholic stuff too. Like I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. become part of homecoming community because yeah. like I want to, I want to meet other people too, you know. And I think that's important for me. Um, and it may, it exposed me to people of their faith and made me think, you know, more about mine. Made me stronger, in my opinion. But no, and not every not every hobby you have to yeah. have has to be oh exactly right. centered around the church. I mean, yeah, I I would argue that that's almost a little like too much yeah anti i think it's i think if you're not like if you don't surround yourself with people that potentially might challenge you uh now you shouldn't like purposefully like go seek that i think that that's like kind of a weird way to do it but like i think being exposed to non-catholic stuff as long as it's not sinful is is good (laughs) you know that's because our lives our lives revolve around the church, not right. not in the church. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So graduate. Um I go to Minneapolis. I go to Minneapolis, chase a girl up there. Long story short, didn't work out. What does that mean? What does that mean? We're just gonna gloss over this? Yeah, it is it's not important to the story. What does that mean? It's not important. You went to I told her city to chase a girl. Yeah, I just it, it's not important to the faith story. To the faith aspect, it's not. I would say it was it was not good, like, but it wasn't. It didn't. Uh, it's not relevant to the story. Is this a girl you met at college? No, she was also. In she was from my hometown. Oh. Uh, and we like reconnected on winter break. Yeah. 
and then we started dating. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you know, like every like senior year boy, I was like, oh yeah, this is the one I'm gonna marry. And then I went out to Minneapolis, and I was like, never mind, no, <laughs> this is not the one I'm gonna marry. Thank God. But uh, not important of the story. So I go to Minneapolis. Uh, I would say faith is about the same. You know, okay. Like, it, 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 well, it's a, it, I mean, that's a. It, it was very short after. Yeah. Yeah, it's very short after. Um that like this happened so like nothing really big happened in minneapolis um it was the best thing that didn't turn out obviously because uh very happily married now uh but not that woman yeah uh but at the time um i moved home and uh this was early 2017 so like seven months after graduation um moved back home and uh I start uh, working at the same hospital I did like my internship at mm. um, in Brookfield Catholic Hospital, um, which is awesome. Um, and so moved back home, living at home, and I would say f- uh, for the first time in my life, about five mo- months after I moved home, I was the first like turmoil of like bad things happening in my life. So. Um, moved home. My my mom was diagnosed with cancer in May of 2017 um, with a really aggressive uh, cancer, stage four uterine cancer. Um, so the best it was the best thing possible that I that I moved home. Yeah, because, sure. Yeah, um, for a lot of reasons. Yeah, but I was home mm-hmm. and um, I was able to be with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, take her to her clinic, yeah. you know, appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is the first time in my life where like, I truly, truly asked God, like, why? Yeah. Where I was like, what yeah. the yeah choice words? Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, why? Um, cause I mean, not the, not just because it was my mom. Cause like, mm-hmm. I think everyone would say that if it was their mom. Um, but my mom was like, the best uh you want to talk about like a servant person to both god and the community uh it was my mom Mm -hmm. like went to mass every sunday went to mass throughout the week uh volunteered in the church left and right um you know gave a ton of time to her to her church uh, to our church i should say and the community uh volunteered um at free clinics and it was just overall an awesome human being um i think if you had met my mom you would say like wow an amazing human being and at the age of uh 61 uh is given a terminal illness you know less than 0.5 percent of people survive this form of cancer um at that stage at that stage Yeah. yeah so um i was like what why (laughs) so throughout this time i'm like um awfully like it's one of those things where uh when you're told a family member has a terminal illness like it's almost like a waiting game you know and like you're hoping like they're gonna get better but like i'm also an odds person (laughs) and it was like the odds are not good here Um, it's it's not it's not high (laughs) um so but I'm trying to be strong for my mom, 
you know, um, cause for a lot of reasons, you know, yeah. obviously, yeah. um, trying to be strong for her physically, you know, helping her out, mm-hmm. uh, mentally, um, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. I don't think I needed to help her out spiritually <laughs> because, sure, sure. um, I think the person that handled my mom's illness the best was my mom. Yeah. Um, uh, because that's just who she was, yeah. who she was. She didn't let it define her. Um, she continued to go to mass almost daily, um, weekly. She continued to volunteer with the church. Um, she just was a loving, giving person. Um, really put others in front of others, uh, in front of herself. When I describe, like, when people don't know who she is, um, I say she's Molly Weasley. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, her, her, literally her, um, personality type when, when she does like the personality test, uh, is if you do like the Harry Potter one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> is Molly Weasley, yeah, and she was that to a T, uh, mama bear, sweetheart, until you mess with the people she loves, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you know, the bear, the claws come out, whatever, but uh, just an entertainer, um, a hostess, extreme extrovert. Um, but made you feel like you were the number one person in your life, mm-hmm. regardless of who, who you were. Um, eventually, 11 months go by and my mom passes away mm-hmm. uh, April uh, April 10th. Um, so two days after her birthday. And uh, on that day, uh, I knew it was okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you lose a loved one... Um, it's actually almost too quickly, uh, was I reminded that she was okay? I was like, whoa, God, that was a really fast man. Um, the day she passed away, um, minutes after, mm-hmm. I don't know if you like know that like a cardinal represents like a loved one is like watching you. Uh, it's, I've, it's one of those things. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's one of those things. Like, I don't believe like, I don't believe that that's them, you know. Sure, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, that's it's a thing. Works, but yeah. uh, she passed away minutes later. Look outside the door, looks outside the window. Cardinal's there. Yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah. then uh, we turn, we go. I drive my dad home because I'm like, you're not driving home. I'm yeah. driving home. Uh, he was up all night with my mom because uh, she was not doing well, obviously. But uh, turn on the car. Dead silent. I'm like, okay, I gotta break the awkward silence. And uh, turn on the radio, and uh, it's a song, and I don't, I don't know the song name because I'm not a country fan. Mm. It's a country song, but it's a song that my dad to this day has said, even prior to my mom passing away. Whenever he hears a song, he thinks of my mom. Mm. Turn on the radio. That's the song. Mm. The song that's playing. The first song I hear. Mm. I'm like, oh, crap. All right. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Okay, God. All right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> She's fine. Uh, yeah, it's the first time in my life that I'm like turmoil. You know, uh, love my mom. Mm-hmm. Miss her to death to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really the first time where I was like, why? You know, mm-hmm. you... Th- doesn't make sense you know she has a lot of life to live um she's a 
awesome human being aren't these the people that you want you know yeah. like isn't this the people yeah. that you want hanging out on earth you know being a positive influence what the heck dude you know mm-hmm. 61 is too young you know yeah. um, average age of death now in the united states is like 70 something you know she's got 10 plus more yeah. years left let's go uh yeah i would say at times i was angry um i didn't allow myself to be angry for long though mm-hmm. um and i think the way i was able to do that is is just uh, remembering God's promises for us, mm-hmm. um, remembering my faith of like just being strong in it. Um, I knew that again, it's kind of that discipline thing. If I asked why, why, why for too long, um, it would start to spiral into places yeah. I didn't want, yeah. you know? And so I didn't allow myself to do that. I would be sad. Mm-hmm. I'd be mad. <laughs> you know, I, I do tell people like it's okay to be mad, but like just don't do it for too long, because <laughs> uh, it's not productive. It's not productive. Um, yeah. So, well, anyways, it's a, it's yeah, a, it's, I, a, it's important to remember that you were given emotion, yeah. and there's yeah, there's the mystery of God's the permissive will mm-hmm. of physical evil that yeah, you know that that sickness reigns and we all die because of the evil that's in the world. And, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, you were given the emotion to be angry or, or sad or confused. And, you know, you were either, there's no rational place right. for you to place your, your anger. Right. So you yeah. think, well, like God, you're the, you're the one that's, that's yeah. running the show here. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm told that you want good people why yeah. are you taking yeah. this person? It doesn't have to be your mom. It could be anyone. When, you, when my yeah. grandma died, I felt the same way. Like, yep. why this is yeah. the nicest lady in the history of mankind. Yeah. Why what the... Yeah. <laughs> why is this... And it... it you, you have to give yourself permission to be angry because yeah. anger doesn't necessarily mean like if I'm angry with God, that doesn't mean that I hate God. Right. It's that I don't understand. Yeah. And exactly. you're looking for under and you're looking for understanding for something that you never will you can't right. understand. Yeah, it's 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 a mystery. Or yeah. or you're looking for an answer, and the answer that you're gonna get is there is no answer. Exactly. And I think that that's at the end of the day, you know, I told myself, uh, I will never get this answer. I never will. I mean, I, even, even hopefully I get to heaven, you know, even when I get, to, I'm not going to a care mm-hmm. <laughs> and B, I yeah. won't get it, you know? So why, so why keep asking, you know, is there, uh, is there an answer that would make it okay? And, and I'm never going to want it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there's never going to be an answer. Like you said, there's not going to be an answer that you're going to be okay with. Yeah. Cause you're still going to be mad at it. <laughs> you're, you know? Right. Yeah. Do you want my honest answer or do you want my yeah. honest answer? <laughs> You know, you're, you're going to get the honest answer. you be like, well, you're wrong. Yeah. Well, that's my answer. <laughs> well, that's my, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I didn't allow myself to be in the why for too long. Um, uh, didn't allow myself to be angry. I think God, uh, again, had a funny sense of, uh, humor, but also of, uh, he understood me of mm-hmm. giving me those small, subtle signs of like, you know, again, are they maybe coincidence? Maybe I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in my mind, it was like, be okay yeah. you know life's gonna be okay um 
I'm going to miss it, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss her, but life goes on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to be there now for my dad, uh, which I was. Um, you know, I, I still, I, I lived at home. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I should say I had a roommate. Um, I moved out of the house like, uh, I should say I lived with like 50-50. You know, mm-hmm. like I had a place to go to, but once my mom was diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. uh, I lived kind of like eh, 50-50, um, which yeah, was awesome understanding of. It mm-hmm. was like, yeah, just, it wasn't too far away. It was like 15 minutes from my hometown. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, but anyways, I, I, I told him after my mom passed away, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be moving out. He's like, yeah, I figured Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. to be there with my dad. Um, yeah. And during this time, uh, we're just two bachelor bros hanging out. <laughs> Two uh, bros yeah. in the house. Like uh, pasta and tacos, usually. Yeah. Uh, or going out to dinner at three places that my dad would go to. Yeah. Uh, Water Street Brewery, uh, yeah. Sue Casa. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Casa Tequila. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like one other place that I can't think of right now. But that's what we did. Uh, and we just got through it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, had to be there for my dad, had to keep him distracted. Yeah. You know, um, sure. Went to Brewers games with them just to get away for three hours and think about nothing. You know, think mm-hmm. about the Brewers. Uh, go to movies just to escape, and that's what we did. Uh, we also continued again go to mass. My church back home is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. First off, the funeral was beautiful. Um, on all levels, the music was fantastic. There was a choir of fifty people um, there because my mom was part of the Basilica Choir um, or part of the Mercy Choir that went to Rome. Oh, uh, right yeah. Uh, funny story about my mom. Uh, when she was in Rome for the Mercy Choir uh, for the Year of Mercy, uh, she snagged a snagged a rose from the Vatican. Nice. <laughs> she was like, I mean, how many people can say they have a rose from the Vatican? So <laughs> she snagged one, just mm-hmm. one. Uh, and I we have it to this day. Um, but uh, yeah, so she, the, the Mercy Choir sang pretty much everybody in it. Um, but anyways, yeah, we're living life. Um, and I don't know what it was. I think just one day I was like, you know what? I'm pretty lonely. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I I'm ready to I'm ready to make myself vulnerable again, mm. you know, to somebody else. Mm. Um, and so I decided to join Catholic Match because I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty solidified in being Catholic at this moment. Um, it's got me to here, and I love this faith. I love this church. I love the community. Um, I continue to be involved in life team after I moved back home because um, it gave me so much back in the day mm-hmm. um, that when I moved home, I went and became an uh, adult leader this time, not a senior leader because I was not a senior in high school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> became an adult leader. And uh, so I uh, was like, you know what? I'm pretty solidified into this. Um, I love this church. So I became, I joined Catholic Match. As Did you not try to date? Uh, physically, like oh yeah, oh, in person. Um, so I, okay, so in Milwaukee's a big I, area. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a very social person. Where it's like yeah. I'm gonna go to a bar and meet somebody. Like I'm just not. Well, not that. even like a bar, but you, you know, you had a church. Yeah, no, um, for sure. Uh, there weren't many young single Catholics at my sure. church. Right. Uh, it's a uh, young community when you talk about like young families, but not oh, sure, sure. Uh, a lot of young, like 20 some year olds, um, okay. few. And I knew them good people, great people. Um, I knew we wouldn't be compatible. Um, what does so, that mean? 
Like um, the ones that were single and in their twenties, I just like we were we were friends. Like I just knew like, no, we're not. We're oh, not okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're a great person. We're just we we never work out, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, did you ever give it a shot? No Any dates or anything. No, but I, I just close it it's, off. Huh? It's one of those things that and you, you know. give them a chance. <laughs> there was no interest either way, on either way. Like there was, I, I it was one of those things where you just knew. Uh, sure. Which is. It's great because obviously I joined Catholic match and uh, decided to uh, join it. And I was like, all right, this is not no hits like Ma- Milwaukee. Nothing. Really? Nothing. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought there'd be a lot because it's like a metropolis area. You know, it's Milwaukee is a big city comparatively to some would say it's pretty yeah. big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a lot. Really? Not a lot going on. That's wild. And yeah, so I was like, okay, whatever. This is okay. I paid for the membership, but like maybe I won't do it. And and then one day I was like, I've dated distance before. It's not that bad. I have a life that I could. I was working twelve hour shifts, so I was like, you know, I'll extend the mileage from like I think I did a fifty mile radius to now seventy five. Fifty miles, and there was nothing. Nothing, dude. What does I'm that mean? You not. What does that mean? Like there were literally no women. It's not that there was zero, but like. No, no like women that met your expectations, but also like a lot of them, like you, okay, you you're you never been in Catholic match, but on Catholic match, I, like, I, I did online did you? dating. No, but not I did online match, dating though. though. Yeah, yeah, but on Catholic match, like you can put like, I believe in this part of like the church, like, like you can. There's beliefs that like I don't know why they. What do does this, that mean? But it's Catholic. Okay, so um. Is there just like a I, I believe in the it. church? No, there's like certain things like um, check mark. Um, what is it called? Like um, okay, like uh, pro life, for instance. Like that That's was an what, option. Yeah, dude. On Catholic man. Yeah, I'm not even joking. Why is that it's like an sanctity option? of life? Sanctity. Of Why life. is that an option? I have. A, it's a great question. But like, actually, it's probably you unclick that. They're just like, oh, we're canceling your membership. Thanks. I I'm in. If that's that, you. that's are how you I would. Run it. Are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> I'd be like, uh, you clicked zero of these. You should be. Here's, a, here's a YouTube video from Father Mike Schmitz. You ta- should watch. Yeah. Talk to your uh, local profession uh, about the faith <laughs> and whether you're not this is right for you. So I didn't know. I didn't know that that was a thing. That's why. Yeah, that's, you can like. Yeah, wow. you can click stuff. Um, and I clicked all of them. I was like, yes, I believe all of these things there wasn't like a redundant button at the top it's like oh, <laughs> yeah it's like duh <laughs> i am catholic i'm catholic so yes yeah all of these are important to me was it uh, like a uh was it like a i believe or i agree oh I, I, it was an i agree oh okay yeah, I, believe sure, like, sure. I agree with this so sure. i believe, agreed with all of them so uh and not a whole lot and that that was important to me like when i was looking for uh a spouse i was like you know they don't have to agree with me on everything in the world and in fact i actually uh didn't want that i didn't want i didn't want to date myself <laughs> but i was like for this kind of stuff important to me maybe not important to everybody and this is coming from somebody that grew up in a household uh where most of my childhood again was my dad was lutheran my mom was catholic i still was like no, I, 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 I desire this, and uh, not to say that there's not beauty in like in a, a relationships where 
somebody is the where they don't share the same religion. But uh, for myself, I knew that that's something that I valued uh, when it came to um, my future spouse. Like that's the one thing that I desired, um, and not just being Catholic, but like being Catholic. <laughs> like so, there was there were I'm, I'm I kid you not there were not a lot of like. Um, there were not a lot of people in Milwaukee that like clicked all of the above. Like, interesting. And the ones I did, like, and you can't. What, one thing I don't love about Catholic matches is you can't tell how active somebody is on it. So like, you can send a message, and you don't really. This may be a feature that's changed because obviously I haven't been on it for four years, four plus years now. Uh, like. This may be a feature that is now, but like you, I couldn't really tell if somebody was like super active or not. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll 75 miles. First picture that popped up was my was this girl out of Manitowoc named Laura, and I was like, oh, Manitowoc. Funny enough, that's where my mom was from. Uh, my mom was from Reedsville. Um, been to Valders. My my grandma lived in Valders. I was like, Manitowoc. All right. Um, I've been to that area before. It's a solid area. I haven't been there in a few years. Um, clicked on the profile. I'm like, all right, she's pretty, pretty cute. She seems like a seems like a like a family person. All right, let's. All right, I'll see. You know, like, oh, she's a nurse too. I was like, all right. So we live similar lifestyles. Um, and again, she agreed with you know all of the above, and uh, somehow I reached out, messaged her. Somehow, me saying Rip Vine on my profile didn't scare Rip her Vine. away. Yeah, Rip, Rip Vine, Vine, man. Uh, she knew about that. She knew that about me before she even met me. So that's right. Uh, when I call Vines, she she signed <clears throat> up for a man. You signed know, like, up, Rip Vine. Yeah. Uh, somehow, me messaging her didn't scare her away. Um, and here we are. No, I'm just kidding. A lot goes on after that. But message her and um, set up a date. You were there. Was there like a three month gap? There was, yeah. So messenger, and then that's a great I story. You can't skip that. Okay, yeah. My we can we can joke about it now, obviously, because we're married. But like, uh, so I messaged her, and I I I will admit, I took too long. I took to messenger. No, to like set up a date. Like we were like messaging back and forth. Like our messages were long. Yeah. Like I had a print. Like she said, I, we had to like print off the messages to read them. And then like come up mean? with things like it was like it was like pages were you were writing messages. you were writing letters yeah exactly yeah like it, which is kind of cool like it, it kind of felt like old fashioned in that way it was just, it was the same thing for Elizabeth and I yeah. yeah like we were writing really long messages I was getting to know her very well I felt like I we got all like the awkward like oh thanks your family like out of the way like that kind of stuff um, and so before she even met me she knew like my mom had passed away like I we got pretty deep so. Messenger, and then all of a sudden she stops messaging me. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "All right, what did I say?" Like, like, I, I reread my message. Going over your last message, yeah, but also what you did wrong. I had in my last message, I yeah. gave her my phone number. I was like, "Hey, oh. like, here's my phone number. Let's if you, it, I, I'm like, I'm loving this. You know, I feel very comfortable talking to you. Yeah, like, here's my phone number. Yeah, nothing. I was like." You oh, did, I, did I scare her away? Yeah. I was like, I feel like we wrote a lot of messages. Uh, Were you afraid during that time? Catfished or something? <laughs> well, no, I was like, what did she stop her membership? Uh, it turns out she started dating somebody. Yeah. At the time. I snoozed. And but she, she was, that was 
that guy she actually yeah. was well, set up by by a priest by a priest so like yeah. i mean it was probably like like how could you not say how could you say no to a priest like like hey i found this guy i'd say no for you appreciate it man if i was but like, it's not like she like, wife. yeah but like it's not like she had met me yet but i guess but anyway so months go by i'm like all right well okay like kind of sucks like were you she, also were you were you were you trying to like find other no not really i mean no. like no no i was like you put all your eggs in one basket <sighs> yes and no like i had a six-month membership it was coming to end soon i was like all right whatever i don't really feel like paying for like another few months like i, I was like all right i might whatever I, it happens you know as soon as you lose i guess yeah uh but I didn't know. I didn't know that like she had started dating somebody because she stopped messaging, which is great. That's what, you know when you start dating somebody, you should start messaging other people. So, and then I would have a day appreciated the, <laughs> the heads up. <laughs> hey, I uh, <laughs> I didn't get that. That's okay. Uh, three months later, so like three months go by, and uh, get a message from her. It's like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like I, you know, I started dating somebody. It, it didn't work out. Um, but I felt. But now that really you're cool. still here, yeah. No, but I was like, but yeah, I was the backup plan. No, uh, no, but um, I was like, absolutely, because I was like, I felt very comfortable talking to her. First date, uh, we have in January. You were there. Like, I was there. You yeah. were there. I was uh, there. We uh, were uh, table away. Yeah, uh, Mantel Coffee, the old one. Yeah, the old one that was the on the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we were there for a long time. Yeah, I, uh, you were there before we got there. We played two games, and, left. and we still left, and you and, were still there. Yeah, so um, I had to drive up, which is fine. I should on the mail. Yeah. Drove up. I thought, based on timing, we would get lunch. Oh, I love this. Yeah. All right. So like, I didn't eat. I I ate like a light breakfast. So I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna go hung like heavy on this breakfast. Um, so I ate light breakfast. Get there. I'm like, hey, what would you like to eat? She's like, oh, nothing. I'm like. Uh, um, okay, like, sounds good. Uh, so we just ordered coffee. Sure. I'm dying, dude. Like, I don't know how I'm get, like actually speaking sentences because I'm like, my blood sugar is super low right now, man. Like, I'm not diabetic, but I know it's going low. I'm hungry. So eventually I was like, do you want something to eat? It's getting... <laughs> and, my... and Laura, I love her to death, man. Uh, she's like, no, I'm still good. I'm like, do you want to split a scone? <laughs> And she said yes. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I said it way nicer. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't go much longer without eating, man. I'll get hangry. Uh, so we, we split a scone. It's just enough to keep me Like, just enough, man. Uh, I think our date went for like seven hours just at this yeah. coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, we walked around a little bit, too. We, uh, yeah. it was, we went for a walk. Even though it was like freezing. But we're like, let's just go for a walk. Whatever. Yeah. We're bundled up. And... Uh, and yeah, Dave goes by. It was great. Um, I leave. <laughs> I get home. I, 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 on the way home, I call my sister. And I was like, I'm going to marry her. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, really? I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to date her, but I'm going to marry her. Yeah. So I hope you like her when you meet her. Hopefully soonish. I don't yeah. know when. Uh, actually, I think they they met like only a, a month and a half into us dating. Mm. I That's fast. Brought Laura home. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyways, uh, and now here we are. We're married. It it's an and, interesting uh, phenomenon. Like, and I love telling. I love talking about this because, um, 
I dated a lot, and we'll you know we'll talk about that when we next yeah. time around. But when I interview um, you, when I I dated uh, four girls before Elizabeth, not to tout a calendar no, or whatever no. of girlfriends that I had, but you know when you're dating somebody, especially when you're younger, you know you think like, oh my goodness, this person is the one. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I love her so much. And then yeah. you hear other married people that have been together for a long time, like yeah. tell you like. You know, when you know, you know, when you know, yeah. you know, and you're like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But then like when I met Elizabeth, it was like, oh, oh yeah, dude, that was the same moment. I was I like, get it. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, okay. I thought of the, the, I had a great joke I went on our, <laughs> our for, on our wedding day. I, uh, I gave a short, uh, said I gave a few words yeah. before when we all sat down to eat at our, at our at our at our uh, reception um that joke that i told that killed i thought of two weeks after meeting elizabeth no way i was like this is the nice. joke that i'm going to tell it's solid that's a solid story because i it, there's and it, it's just so hard to describe because yeah. it's a we, it it really is when you know you know yeah and you don't yeah. know until you know and, and it's uh, so, yeah. and and I and I don't want to make that sound like there are soulmates mm-hmm. because that's not a thing. Yeah, exactly. That, that that robs us of the choice to love. Yeah. But when you find someone that I believe that that God has put into your path. Yeah. No, um, for sure. That you connect with that that your personality clicks with, or that you on. On his, I don't know if it's a spiritual level, but yeah, like that. This is a. This is. Um, this is right. That this, this is, is right. Yeah. yeah. That. Uh, yeah. I always, I think about it as in. I love telling the story too, like in Genesis, where God is bringing all the animals to mm-hmm. Adam to name to be a companion. Yeah. And he's just like calling them by their names, and none of them are a suitable companion. Right. And then God, um, brings forth Eve. Yeah. And Adam says, you know, bone this, is, this yeah, one, this bone one. of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Yeah. Uh it it's that like moment of realization where you're like it, this is the one. This is the one. Yeah. And then yeah, and I knew like I said at our first date that Laura um was the one and um she's amazing. Uh I mean she's cool. It, yeah, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's cool. pretty cool. Um but on a faith um, basis to, um, just very, everything I need, um, supportive and, uh, prayerful. Um, just, she gets me more than I get myself. I think sometimes, you know, like when you meet somebody, women um, are really good at that. Yeah. Like when you meet somebody that, um, you know, my, my wife, like she knows me better than I do some days, uh, pretty much I would say most days, uh, she knows what I need, um, and and she knows how to love me more than I love myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think when I was looking for somebody, um, I was looking for somebody that would continue to help me grow. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess, you know, when you look at being a cradle Catholic and up until now, um, I've just tried to grow, you know, overall. There's going to be days, probably maybe months even, where it seems stagnant. But 
Um, my goal has always been to to grow in my faith and to to continue building on that learning about the faith. Um, I love learning about the history of the church, the people within it, the saints. Um, and my wife, Laura, is super supportive of it. Um, she gets excited when I, when I do this. She's like, yeah, go for it. I can't wait to hear about it. You know, and uh, um, she listens to me, like, get passionate about, like, talking about different saints and stuff. And um, not even in, in anything else, not even like church stuff. I see her get the same way when you talk yeah. about a movie. You don't yeah, like. just like and and she she just listens to my rants, you know, which not a lot of people do or care about, but she does. Um, but when it comes to a uh, faith stand uh, standpoint, uh, you know, she is the best at it, um, and uh, I think that you know we've helped each other grow in our faith, and that's. You know, when you meet the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, that's important. Mm. <laughs> um, and she's an amazing, uh, amazing wife, uh, going to be an amazing mom someday. And uh, yeah, it's just been um, a true blessing. And I think it's just also to like looking back, um, <clears throat> another one of those signs from God that's like, my mom's okay. Because again, Laura, a nurse, my mom was a nurse. Uh, my mom from Reedsville, my grandma, like lived in Valders and here's Laura, like in Manitowoc. <laughs> so yeah. I moved to Manitowoc. Like I'm, I'm being ingrained. I, I just didn't make the decision to move to Manitowoc cause um, I learned pretty early on that there was no way she was living no, out of her no hometown. No and no honestly, like I was totally cool with it. Cause like I moved before, um, my, all my siblings were kind of scattered. Like my, my sisters lived in Minneapolis area. You know, and my dad was very encouraging of it. He was like, yeah, go for it, you know. Uh, Manitowoc's a good area. Um, he was like, I fell in love with something from Manitowoc, so, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's been really awesome, too, because now living here, I feel like I, I'm, like, learning stories about, like, my mom and, like, my family. Like, uh, I've taken care of people at the hospital who, like, knew my mom. Uh, which mm, is pretty cool. That's so cool. Uh, so, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, knew my grandpa. Like, I kn- my grandpa died when I was two, so I, mm-hmm. I didn't really know him very well at all. Like, I'd know him through pictures, stories, but, like, I'd take care of people who were neighbors of his and mm, uh, so friends cool. of his. So um, it's just one of those, like, uh, realizations. And, uh, again, I don't know about like, signs or anything like that, but it's, like, uh, everything was uh, leading up to this moment, you know, mm. um, and um, obviously it's not the end, <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, this is another another chapter, um, uh, start of, of many, many more chapters in life, mm-hmm. um, a new journey, but uh, definitely one that I'm like very grateful and obviously happy, blessed, uh, insert all the good things here uh, that life led me here um and that god led me to this to this place in Manswalk, and um i'm excited to to get to know it more um you know i'm in school right now to be a, a nurse practitioner um and passionate about family practice but uh through that i'm like really just passionate about the community um through clinicals i've learned a lot about Manitowoc and just the people of Manitowoc and it's good. It's a good place, and so um, I'm excited to be 
good place more it's and gotten, more uh, it's gotten better <laughs> just in the past couple yeah of years. and it has and uh yeah it's really become more um more home to me the more i live here you know um you know obviously i miss being in Milwaukee area because my dad's still there mm-hmm. and um it's my roots but um i love love living here as well and um i think that's one of those things where i I can make any place home as long as there's a community there that embraces me and loves me. Um, and, uh, I feel that here. Um, and especially through my, my wife and her family mm-hmm. and the friends that I made here. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of, kind of it for me. I don't know. Sure they do say that you, uh, you married someone that's like your parents. Yeah. And my, yeah, no, it's, I mean, Laura isn't the extrovert that my mom was. Um, but when it comes, that's okay. To, yeah, it that's works, okay. It works because, really well. Yeah, no, I, I think I, uh, I don't think I could marry like an extreme expert like my mom was because I think yeah. I, as my, it's funny because my, my dad is an extreme introvert. My mom was an extreme extrovert. Like it was literally the opposite track, attract, but, um, uh, no, like besides the, being the extrovert, um, very similar to my, to my mom and, uh, when I was looking for somebody like I, you look for those traits of, of examples in your life of things that you can see through other people that you love to, you know, I knew my, my mom was a great mom for X, Y, Z reasons. And that's what I saw in Laura, that she'd mm-hmm. be a great mom, a great wife for X, Y, Z reasons. And, um, and she is, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, I can't really can't imagine life, you know, any differently. Yeah, it's an interesting, um, it's it's an interesting thought experiment. Yeah, especially as I mean, especially for me because my life changed. I wouldn't say more drastically than yours, but uh, definitely, you could definitely say more. a little bit. Yeah, you could say more. Definitely more than yeah. than yours. No, I agree. Um, you know, and thank God I haven't lost a parent yet. But um, when you think about those moments in your life where um, your life changes yeah, and it's hard to think about what life was before. Yeah. Because Elizabeth and I have been together for six years. So as an adult, like as like as an adult, like my, my adult life. Yeah. I I don't know what it's like to be an adult without Elizabeth. Right. Yeah. Because before that I was in college. Yeah. And you don't know anything when you're in college. You don't yeah. know anything when you're going when you're in high school and you're going into college. <laughs> you don't know anything when you leave college. You don't know anything that <laughs> in high school I, period. <laughs> I had a year where I lived by myself and that was great. Yeah. But then I I don't remember what life was like. Yeah. Without my wife. Yeah. As an adult, as an as yeah. an adult, yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's just, just because my life has changed so much. Yeah, but I mean, you've had yeah, you've had big changes too with conversion and um, and stuff like that. And I mean, I think you you probably would have an idea what life would look like. <laughs> um, what I mean, I but <laughs> I like to I like to joke sometimes that I, um, if she were to ever. God, don't let this happen. But if she were to go before me, that I could just be a hermit up north and 
Yeah. You know, play video games and hang out, <laughs> and just chillax and just be a dude. Um, and she always tells me, like, you can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? That's what I did before I met you. Why can't I do it after I met you? She's like, you're the same person. Yeah, exactly. No, it's Um, true. Um, And when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that'd be really cool for about two days. And then I would miss, (laughs) I would miss you and I would miss our other friends and I would miss, uh, I would miss Manitowoc. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, for sure. um, I was thinking about even today, like what, what does home mean? Mm. Because uh, like I mentioned before, Elizabeth and I just went, to Phoenix uh, for the Catholic Youth Ministry Convention, put on my life team. Yeah. In Scottsdale, very gorgeous area. Um, very my mom pretty. lives. My mom lives in Phoenix. My grandpa lives in Phoenix. Um, my uncle just moved to Phoenix. Like wow, yeah, got everybody. My grandpa's room. been pulling a lot of people down to <laughs> to Phoenix. And he's like, oh, we'll 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 get you we'll get you down here. We'll get you down here. And um, even flying back and like even even being there. You know, you sit in the pool and you're at the hotel and it's gorgeous mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like eight o'clock at night and it's perfect outside and um, you're just chilling. Yeah. And I remember looking around one night and I'm like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. I understand it. I don't, I don't want it. Right. Yeah. Like you Whereas get why people want to go here. I, I get why people want to live there. But when I think of home. I think of Wisconsin. Yeah. And when you fly back to Wisconsin, you get off the plane, you're like, I'm home. Yeah. And I don't know. um, And I don't, I don't understand. You know, you can make a home anywhere, but like, there's just a, there's this, there's, cause we built a community. Yep. Yeah, exactly. We've, we've grown close to people here. Um, it's like I'm not going anywhere without my wife anyway. Exactly. So yeah. why would we leave <laughs> our friends? Why yeah. would we leave our families here? Why would yep. we leave our home here? Why would, you know, our careers and everything that we love about yeah. Wisconsin to to be I can yeah. Know, so there's nothing wrong with travel. Like no, travel no, for we sure. love traveling, we love going to different oh, yeah. places. Yeah. Um just even if you were to just travel for the rest of your life, just to travel in America, because America is so different. Oh yeah, and everywhere, every, you go. every single where. The East Coast, the Northeast is way different than the yeah. Southeast, which is different than the East Coast, which is different way than different the than West, Hawaii. which is different than the South. <laughs> yeah. Like even state to state, was the United States of America is a just a mosaic of yeah. different lifestyles, landscapes, biomes, like. Yeah, you can drive totally for an hour and meet a totally different type of. Even within Arizona, yeah, even within Arizona, you're in Phoenix, you're in the desert. You drive an hour north, you're in Sedona, you're in Red Rock Country, yeah. gorgeous. You even drive further another north, one, you're, you're in tundra. Flagstaff, you're in Tundra. <laughs> yeah. you go one more one more hour up north, you're at the Grand Canyon, yeah, which is one of the greatest natural landmarks yeah. in the entire world. It's also like freezing. Like people think of like Arizona, like they're oh, it's hot all the time. It's not. It's it, not. It's not northern Arizona. It's not. <laughs> it's it's cold. like sixty degrees in Flagstaff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So no, I agree with you. Like, um, home is as where you make it. But like for me, what I make it is uh, obviously now it's it's where Laura is. You know, that's my home. Um, home is where my community is. Like, 
only reason I'd ever leave Manitowoc is if she wanted to leave. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. if she felt called, which I know, uh, very small percent chance, zero percent chance, I would say. It's never zero, uh, but it's never it's zero, but like, like it's zero. also zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of that happening, and uh, yeah, I can make any place home as long as um, that community is there. But this is this is our roots now. This is where we're building our community. We, you know, bought a house, working on the house, made a lot of made it's a, a great lot of house here. It's a great yeah. house. Uh, and it's important that you, you know, we can say like home is wherever, like, yeah, you know, we have this, but we talked about before those high school movies where right. everybody leaves or it's different the next day when that, yeah. you know, that connection ends. Um, there's something to be said about being somewhere and putting down roots. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how you get the stories. Yeah, and, and hoping that those connections don't end. You know, like, I think there's uh, something cool about the Breakfast Club where, like, these people connect um, different backgrounds, totally different. You know, if you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Like, But they're, they each character fits a different stereotype uh, in high school. You yeah. know, you got the nerd, you got the jock, the, the popular girl, the not popular girl, uh, the dropout, you know. Yeah. Uh, people of different coming together, you know, being friends for a hot minute and then, and then not, you know, that's the reality that exists in that setting. But, uh, that's not something I desire. I've always desired. Um, like I've said, I, I, I would rather have like few really close friends mm. and a good tight knit, small community than a lot of meh, friends like i know a lot of people but do i know mm -hmm. them sure and uh now that like i'm here married laura and i are starting this i shouldn't say starting we're almost three years in but like it's early you know growing our relationship together um continue to learn each about each other every day and uh but we're we've planted our roots here and and growing our own community um getting to know you your wife other people around the year um that's where home is for but me. really me yeah. My wife. Yeah. yeah uh but mostly too if you guys yeah. if you guys leave well, I'm, I'm gonna be sad so don't leave well there's but. a there's there's <laughs> there's a uh my chance is not as low as yours but but it's also zero also yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also pretty low uh yeah but um yeah i don't know that's that's my life i guess I think that's Lizzie McGuire, right? Doesn't Lizzie McGuire say it? Well, that's my life. So thanks for coming. I think that. Did you ever watch Lizzie McGuire? Yeah, no, I watched Lizzie McGuire. Like, I don't think that that's. Uh, I don't think that that's. I feel like, I feel like she says that. That's my life. Is well, that's my life. Because uh, it like, goes to like the uh, the animation. Like, do you remember? Like, oh. In the show? I feel like she says at yeah. a certain point. Like, maybe it was even like the last episode. Is ever. that a catchphrase? Yep. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's like, well, that's my life. Thanks for coming. <laughs> it's like, that's how it ends or something. Thanks for coming. Yeah. It's like, thanks for, thanks for watching or something like that. It's like, that, that was, there you am. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, that's a good show. Yeah. You have any like TV shows that like you, uh, would consider like a huge part of your life? Oh man. 
Okay, I really got into Lost when I was in like yeah. yeah you Lost. told this. I feel story, like I right? talked about yeah. This you before. talked about this story before. Uh, three. I think I've watched the whole thing three see, three times. Every season three times. Um, once when it was on, and twice in college, my freshman year. Watched it twice all the way through. Twice in one year. Yeah. Dude. So my freshman year, when my my roommate and I, I knew my roommate. My roommate loved Lost. We had another friend who. Uh, went to high school with us, and then his roommate uh, were like, oh, what's this Lost show about? And I was like, well, I have all of them on DVD if you want to watch it. So we did. And the one roommate like watched it with us like all the time. And then the other roommate came, comes in and was like, yo, did, what's this about? And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was like at the end. I was like, oh, no. It's like, all right, all right just wait. <laughs> I was like, well, we'll finish this up. And then we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. So I watched it twice. My and I wa- I uh, I should say tw- uh, twice in college minus one season because when I went on a retreat through oh, church, uh, my friends season, watched a whole season. I came back. I was like, "What episode are we on?" Like episode two, and I was like, "You guys only watched like one episode while I was gone." Like, what? What are you guys feeling okay? They're like, "No, we finished a whole season while you're gone." I was like, "I'm not even mad, man. I'm I'm impressed." So lost. Uh, I also loved Rocket Power back in the day. Wow, yeah, that's uh, a woogie 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 woogie. Yeah, Tito. Uh, life lessons with Tito. Uh, trying to think too. There's got to be other ones. I don't know, like child. I mean, like adulthood. I loved Office, Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, growing up, yeah, pretty much just lost. Yeah. yeah. I also liked, I mean, I loved the Disney Channel shows, but like, I wouldn't say they were like influential sure. or like, I loved them. I had to sit down and watch them. Like, sure. yeah, I watched Steven Stevens, mm-hmm. you know, Lizzie McGuire, the oh, shows when they were on, but it's not like I like, I was like, oh, new Lizzie McGuire episode tonight. I was like, no, whatever. If I watch it, I watch it. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. you? Friends. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I was like, yeah, Friends. you've seen it how many times? A lot. A lot. Yeah. I have seen Friends. <clears throat> Twice through, I lost count. Yeah, <laughs> because it was it was it was my mom's favorite show, yeah. so she got my brother and I into it. And, yeah, you know, it's the show I watched when I was sick. It was the show I watched when I was sad. It's the show that I watched when I was happy. You know, yeah, it's, um, great show. You just get you 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 find so many relatable things. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I related so much with Chandler using humor as a defense mechanism. Oh, for sure, for for sure. You know how many years, and then just being more comfortable at being funny naturally because that's just yeah how I connect with people. Love Chandler. Uh, so that that was definitely one. Um, I think beyond that, uh, how I met your mother is up there. Oh yeah. Okay, For I've seen too. that. Yeah, I've seen that twice through, a couple times through. Yeah, because um, I related a lot with. In the beginning, I related a lot with like Ted. It's like, oh, this old blizz romantic. Like, oh, when am I gonna find love? <laughs> and then you just start relating more with Marshall because yeah, the older you get, <laughs> you know, you're just like this guy knows what's going on. And yeah, love Marshall, he's a family man, and you know he's a good overall person. Where yep. You know, definitely the most likable character on that show. 
E- easily. easily. It's easily. not even close. Yeah, because you can find a flaw in like everyone else. Also, we can credit that show for Boys Brunch a little Bye-bye. bit, slightly. Bye-bye. Because it's that episode where he is single because yeah. Lily stupidly breaks up with him. Yeah. I gotta find myself in San Francisco. Redeeming, redeeming a little bit. They get back together, obviously. Gotta be an artist in San Francisco. But he's like missing brunch because he's like, you can't just go to brunch like by yourself. Yeah. And like, and he's like, that's what I miss most. Or not most, but he's like, that's what I really miss is brunch. And he's like, why can't boys go to brunch together? Like, you don't see that. And that's the whole episode is he goes to brunch with like his, his guy. Yeah, friend, the and, one they, of the and then it gets his, weird. Yeah, it gets weird. <laughs> it gets weird. Uh, and we'll leave it at that. But it's a great episode. Great episode. But it's kind of where boys brunch came from. Uh-huh. But a little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah, boys should be on that brunch. And it not be weird. I enjoyed, I enjoyed boys brunch. Yeah. Boys brunch. Brunch is great. Brunch yeah. food. Just it's just always great. It is. Love a good brunch. If a place has a good brunch, respect. Courthouse Pub. That could you be know your, what? Uh, I've never been to be brunch. There. What? No, wait, 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 wait. No, you and I went. No, we went together. For brunch. You and me? No, no, no. Our our spouses, our wives were there as well. We went out. I don't think brunch. that's true. I, I think we did. Think we did. We did. No. no, for like Christmas one year. We exchanged. The, was that not brunch? That was brunch, wasn't it? What? You and I and our wives, uh-huh. we went to Courthouse Pub. Around Christmas time, like not this last year, but the year before that. Was that brunch? That was, was it brunch. just the four of us? Yeah, it was just the four of us. Was it not brunch? I don't think that's true. Was it lunch? I don't think the four of us have ever been to Chorus Pub. We have. Ask your wife. For sure. I would remember that, John. No, I remember. Ask, ask your wife. When you're I remember when every home. time that you, Laura, Elizabeth, and I met together. Have, no, we exchanged, we exchanged gifts when you were there. I remember this, dude. I I don't think it was the four of us. It was, for sure. I don't think I've ever been to Coros Pub and your wife was there. She was. I can tell you. I like remember this. We like, might have so been clearly. there with other people. No, it's just the four of us, man. I, I don't, just the we're, four. We're of gonna us. have to. We're gonna have to check that out. I I enjoy. I can confirm it. You I wife. can confirm it with Laura. You can confirm yeah. it with with Elizabeth. I, I enjoy hanging out with you and your wife. I enjoy hanging out with you and your wife. So, but it's never been at Coros Pub. <laughs> your 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 wife will right, uh, confirm right. this. So, I uh, next 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 time I don't know next time we're getting together, but uh, to record here, uh, we're gonna wear our kimonos, right? <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about wearing it today, but it was in the laundry because I wear it. You wear it. I, I wear do. it all the time. I wear it around the house all the time. The shorts are so comfy, so comfy. I wear it all the time. It's like so airy. I feel like I'm floating on a cloud. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so I wear it's it. Awesome. And it was in the laundry today. It's like to, to yeah. wash. Because yeah. you're going to wash it. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously, if you wear it that frequently. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap, man. Like, Could have worn it tonight, but yeah. I'll wear it another time. Yeah, next time. Next time. Yeah. Whenever that is. We have a couple lined up. So. We do, yeah. We, we, yeah. This is not the last episode, for sure. Sure, not the last I, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, man. We've come too far to stop at 19. Exactly. 19 is my favorite number, though. So, well, that's a, this is episode 19. Yeah. That's fitting. Why? That's like my, that's like my number, 19. What does that mean? You know, like we How have you a pick number. 19. Um, do you want to know why? Sure. Uh, 
My favorite uh, baseball player, uh-huh. Robin Young, number 19. Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. So that's it. There it is. So you got it. Yeah. Robin Young. Yeah. Number 19. Episode 19. Episode 19, the Robin Young episode. <laughs> I'm not calling it that. No, there's been better, better lines than, than that. Um, thanks, John, for, yeah. for being our guest today. Yeah, I appreciate and it. You did a way better job than last week. What's that? You did a way better job than last time. What do you mean? That cla- cauliflower Oh, episode. well, you know what? Respect the cauliflower. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Uh, as always, rise uh, up like cauliflower. If you want to be like John, <laughs> uh, rise up like cauliflower. Uh, you can email us at uh, humblyspeakingpod at gmail.com or uh, it, just talk to John or I if you see us around yeah. the parish. There's a lot of people that I uh, was like, oh, yeah, that'd be really great to have on the podcast. I should give them the email. And then I'm like, that's dumb. Why wouldn't I just right, talk to them? Talk first? Um, but please uh, pray for us. We'll be praying for you. Praise be Jesus Christ. Amen.